Christmas present I bought him. Uh, his birthday present. So it was like a likes dinosaurs. Everyone likes dinosaurs. It was like a one that you dig out of little sand and then you build it it's on the windowsill in the other room at the moment. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, he just randomly stuck all the stickers on my door. So you know, whatever. You good? We good. Good. been over two years, three maybe, since our last episode. Probably, no, maybe. I do not remember what chapter number this is, but it's a completely different book and a completely different story, so let's start again, so whatever, who cares? Uh, I don't remember my, <laughs> my previous intro either. Um, welcome to this chapter of the Bible. Uh, my name is Richard. Uh, each week, I gather around the table with my nearest and dearest, and we talk about things that mm, made us laugh, made us cry, made us think a little. I know I remember saying something like that once upon a time um, that week, uh, and we just yeah have a have a discussion and a chat. Uh, like I said, it's been a while. Yeah, it, it has been a while. It's probably, it's got to be at least three years. Three or four, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Time pre-pandemic times. Pre-pandemic. It's been a crazy couple of years. Um, it all just fell apart. Uh, and yeah, we're trying to put things back together again, aren't we? So, uh, anyway, uh, like no, I said, we can fix that, right? What What can we fix? Bob the Builder can fix that. Can he? Yes. I don't know. I haven't seen Bob the Builder for a while, mate. <laughs> Can we fix it? Yes, you no, can. No, it's fucked. <laughs> anyway, uh, like I said, my name is Richard, uh, and this week I'm joined by... Tom. Uh, just surprise, surprise. We We were the OGs, and we were the ones on the last episode as well, so... Uh, oh! We have to draw lots to see who's going to talk first. If do we? Like so we're going to have to do the rock, paper, scissors again. Okay. So let's let's see if we can get this right again. Oh, so, so we're going to go rock, spot. paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Right. No, we're not doing lizard spot. It's okay. Right, yeah. right. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, go. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, go. Ah, okay. So I, I go. I go first this week then. What? Unless unless you want to go first. I have paper. You had rock. You want to go first then. Yeah, because I get to choose, mate. Okay. And Usually, I choose I choose you to go first. Yes, there you go. See? <laughs> now, what are we giving shit for? Okay, so... You didn't make me make my choice. So this week, I, I drew the first lot, so I'm going first. So, I've had these... I had these topics ever since, actually, the the last episode that we had. We didn't... Um, so they've, they've been here for a while. Mm. Um, 
and but one of them stands out to me in this current era and in this current time there's there's one that stands out to me as being quite fitting let's say and that is the subject of intelligent design um so what i wanted to talk about with regards to that originally i think was like if you were designing a human being how would you design a human being but bearing in mind that the era that we're in at the moment as well you know pre-covid we're still in amongst it at the moment you can also talk about it and with regards to how would you design like perfect creature in general like virus if you wanted to do you want to kill the most amount of people or do you want to infect the most amount of people not really um what kind of animal would you design if you could design an animal or like i said if you want to do what i think my original idea was how would you design a human being and i'm pretty sure this this aspect comes from because i have a few things that i think go against intelligent design the stupidity of of a human design, for instance. So the fact that you eat and breathe through the same tube in your body so that choking actually becomes an issue yeah, is quite a stupid design, I think. Yeah. Um, as a man, you have very sensitive parts of your body that are outside of your body that have no protection whatsoever, and they're very, very delicate, um area what so what area sorry oh your eyes oh right but you can't cover those up yeah but then you're screwed (laughs) yeah that's not what i meant anyway i meant your bowels i did think you originally talked about balls yeah so So, you know it's it's like if you were going to design a a cup yeah but you can't just wear a cup all the time (laughs) why not because a it's uncomfortable it'll be uncomfortable i've never worn one i don't know um, and B, it's really unhygienic. You're going to sweat a lot. And also, I saw this on a on a parody of Mythbusters once. It was quite funny. They were talking about like intelligent design. And they were like, they were saying, why would you make the same hole you pee with the same one you fuck with? <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, is, yeah. you know. True. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Do you like, really want... One more penis, though. But if you oh, always you're... had one, you'd never know, would you? Right, yeah, true. If you were born with two of them, and yeah. one of them was for one thing and one was for the other, yeah, and everyone had the same setup, then you wouldn't question it, would you? No. Well, you got one... Got two balls. Exactly. Well, some people only have one. Some people have none. But the majority of people have two, though. Yeah, you tend to be born with two. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there are some people who have more as well, I imagine. Maybe. But, yeah, it's the... um. So the thing that, like, maybe, like, you're born with one, but then when you hit puberty, a second one grows or something? I don't know. Which obviously right. sounds weird to us because you know how your body, how a human body mm-hmm. looks like. But if you if it happened to everyone throughout all of history, it wouldn't be that weird, would it? So that's just men, then. So what about women? Just speaking from my point of view, I mean, women, I think, are very neat and tidy down there. They have two separate holes for what they use. Yep. It's all kind of tucked away and nice and, you know. It's kind of the same issue, though, with the the same hole for peeing and... No, they have two. Well, yeah. 
So they have one hole for fucking and one hole for being. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas men don't. I don't get that. Women are the superior race. I would probably concur with that. I guess maybe breasts are a bit... I don't know. I mean, it's hard. We're two men. It's hard to talk about what stupidity. I mean, but they have the same problem with the breathing and the eating hole. Yep. True. That's stupid. Mm. You know, I just always found that a big flaw. Like choking is a massive thing. Like you know, yeah, you you stuff things into the hole that you need to breathe in. If you did that with any piece of equipment or something, <laughs> you'd soon find yourself in trouble, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah. So, yeah, I just always found that funny. I thought that, yeah, it's true. Unless you create some sort of hold on the side of your face for that, or like something directly uh, into your stomach. I'd rather have a hole. On my side of my head to breathe in. Eating, I'd want to do the same. Right. Eat through the same, through the mouth. Mm-hmm. If you could have something on else in your head, you could breathe. So where through. where would it be located on your head? I, in your hair? Or? Um, I guess so. I mean, like if you look at the side of your head, apart from your ears, there's plenty of room you could put something like that in. Really a lot going on on, on the top of your head. It would look there. weird, but then if everyone had the same... It wouldn't look weird, obviously. Yeah, and if you um, had this for all of history, that's yeah. what I'm saying, you know? Um, uh, I think, obviously, the penis is a little bit difficult in that aspect. You really, really want two of them. Um, but then, obviously, you've got two balls and we're used to that for a whole, a whole life, so I don't know. So maybe you just get used to having two. I mean... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if it's if it's something that all humans have dealt with throughout all of history, mm. and it's something that you either had since you were born or knew you were going to have at some point, like sex education, you know, they talk about when your second penis grows in, you know, then mm. you wouldn't really think about it, would you? You wouldn't really think that it was a weird thing or completely out of nowhere you know it's not like you're the only person that would ever have two penises you know or a breathing hole on your head dolphins and whales and that have a breathing hole on their head true they do because they're clearly much more intelligent animals yeah yeah i know that's not they were born with that they don't need that (laughs) they didn't they're clearly the superior but yeah so if you were redesigning a human what changes would you make I mean, a, a lot of your points, yeah, I totally agree with, and they're like completely, they're mostly stuff that you don't think about because it's just natural, you know, we have two eyes, we have a penis, we have, uh, what's the other thing? Um, the mouth. Yeah. The eyes are a good point, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's strange really that if you get something really sharp in your eye, chances are that you're going to go blind or possibly die. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as you said, it is a very, very protected area. But this is not something that tends to happen a lot. That you get something, you get obviously you always get something in your eye, whether it's an eyelash or yeah. I don't know what else. I mean, one time I got shavings in my eye from like a post or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had to have it eye washed out, and I had to wear a patch for a day. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, generally, you don't tend to get 
anything sharp in your eye, do you? Really? I mean, I know what? it's a very small target. Your eye. I mean, it's not. It's yeah. not like this. It's not like your fucking torso or something. Like it's it's a very small target. But having said that, it is weird that the cover, so to speak, that comes down and protects it is just a little tiny thin flap of skin. It's like I mean that's not going to protect you from something sharp flying towards your eye, is it? Unless it's really, really light. I mean, if it's like a big, heavy metal rod, yeah, it'd be nice to have like a metal shutter that comes down over your eye and can deflect it or something. But yeah, that would be cool. That's fucked. Like, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Me and mouth we've already mentioned. Really, I think side of the face. What about ears? Exactly. Do you? What do you think about those in general? I mean, they're not as, you know, as uh, delicate as the eye. No, they can take a little bit they more. They can take more hits. Can't they? Um, it hurts as hell when you get your ear hit on like a cold day or something, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. But cleaning your ears is also very, I would say difficult, but inconvenient. You're not actually supposed to clean your ears. No, well... I've read in loads of places that they, they, they're self-cleaning, so you're supposed to let them clean themselves. Mm. Um, but then I found when that was the case that my ears just got really itchy, just really all yeah. the time. Also, so I had to get the cotton buds and... Yeah, just, I use them as well. Yeah, but it's, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed that, to apparently. do that. Yeah. Just, you just, I do this a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, uh, for, for, on a podcast, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For podcast listeners, <laughs> just rubbing the what do you call this bit? The uh, the, the 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 small flap, the small over the hole, <laughs> the small <laughs> flap, the closing <laughs> flap. You know, if you want to close your ears off, you just push it in. Yeah, and yeah, it closes yeah, yeah. The, like the hole. Just to like try and get rid of the, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, the neck as well is. I don't know. If someone breaks your neck, you die, aren't you? So it's not really. Uh, well, it depends how they do it. In the movies, they you know, they yeah, like, the neck, the action, the, the man, neck yeah. whip. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's very you know. Thing is, though, is that it's a very some way you can make the neck more stronger. What was it on on a uh, yeah, like more metal? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. People out of metal. You know, the amount of sports <laughs> injuries. Well, say sports specifically wrestling mm-hmm. with the neck. A lot of neck injuries. I don't know what it is with other sports. Guessing as you're much. not landing on your shoulders as much in other sports, though. Uh, yeah, Maybe true. American football, rugby. Yeah, I'm sure you get a few broken necks there. Yeah, but like in wrestling, you're landing on your shoulders a lot, aren't yeah. you? And you're supposed to be tucking your head in so that mm. you don't land on your neck. But it's not difficult to overextend someone slightly, mm. and and then they land, end up landing on their neck, or or you forget to tuck your neck in mm. and things like that, or like what happened with Steve Austin, you prepare for one move and then the other person does another move and now you're completely out of but position. Most of the time it's landing on the top of your head. It yeah. breaks your neck. Yeah, because it's compression, Not, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you make the top of your head stronger to prevent but that, that wouldn't, from happening. That wouldn't prevent the accordion effect though, would it? Which mm. is what breaks your neck. Yeah. It's, the, it's the compression of it. So you're bringing your, the top of your head closer mm-hmm. to your shoulders and that pressure has to go somewhere, and then it's going to give up. If you build the neck out of a spring, <laughs> then dead it's fine, because yeah. you can compress yeah. it, and it just boings um, back into place. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there any other parts of the body you question? 
Other than the ones we've mentioned already? A lot of it's internal stuff. Yeah. Like kidney stones. What the fuck's all that about? <laughs> What's the point of... And well, gallstones and things. It's like... It's something to create to make your life harder. But this is what I'm saying. So if you're talking about an intelligent designer, mm-hmm. then no offence, but he's an idiot. Yeah. Because he's he's designed me in a way that my body can't deal with the things that are around me. And now I build stones inside my body that my pipes and tubes aren't big enough to get rid of. But in exchange, you have a larger brain. Yeah, but... Larger than any other thing on the planet, right? No, I mean, whales. Well, obviously, obviously yeah, but but higher intelligence. uh, Debatable. I don't, you know, they, they are questioning whether that is the case or not. Yeah, but if whales had higher intelligence, they'd be running the world, mate. Yeah, but they also live in water. True. And they don't have hands. Yeah. Which is so a big thing. Whoever created them needs to look at themselves in the mirror. What hands? No, whales. Oh, whales and dolphins. Well, I'm <laughs> assuming it's the same creator, right? I mean, there is an individual one. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Lord and Saviour. Yeah. But they're not very smart. Just, yeah, just lots of internal stuff, you know, mm. like kidney stones and gallstones and stomach ulcers and. Like, why do I even get sick? Like, so, 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 okay, just stepping away from this slightly right. for for a little bit. So, what about the the creatures that are just, I mean, it's nature, so it doesn't really have to conform to your sensibilities. But what about the creatures that, like, zo- have you seen those, those, like, fungus that zombify ants and things like that? So there's there's a fungus that when it pops and blows its spores, if the spore lands on an ant or the ant breathes it in or mm-hmm. anything like that, then it burrows into the ant's head, into the into the ant's brain, and it compels the ant to climb up a tree or a vine or whatever to the highest point and bite into the thing and anchor itself with the with its mandibles. And just stay there until the spore, until the fungus grows out of the ant's head and then repeats the whole cycle again. Right. Now, that's gross. And cool. <laughs> cool and gross. Mm, yeah. But, like, that's a long way to go to design something to work. Is Why don't you just grow it so that the spore, mm. the, you know, can spread itself without having to do that and so another example so uh tarantula hawk wasps they hunt big spiders tarantulas things like that bird eating spiders there's a massive wasp it's huge so about two three inches um and it hunts like spiders and then it stings the spider which paralyzes it it's still alive Mm. but it's paralyzed then it lays an egg at the base of its thorax and buries it in a hole until... Oh, way to go. <laughs> you are still alive. Fuck. And the maggot <sighs> hatches and starts eating you from the inside out. And you are still alive. Where's the intelligent design in that? I mean, that's... Sadistic. Yeah. Evil, right? Mm. I mean, smart to design something like that, but evil. But... Wow. I mean, it's just it's just things like that, you know. It just it makes me. Why does a T Rex have tiny arms? No, I'm just oh, asking you. you know, might you know? 
I mean, this big, massive creature. I heard something, my sister sent me something the other day that was like, um, you've got the T-Rex arms the wrong way round. Like they should go backwards, like a chicken's wing. If you look right. at chickens, they've got really small wings as well. When you eat a chicken wing, it's tiny, isn't it? Yeah. It only looks bigger because right. of all the feathers. So you're saying a T-Rex should have been walking around like this? Yeah, like with his arms back behind okay. it. Right, that would be a I mean, funny visual. Yeah, but it's it's an avian-type dinosaur, isn't mm. it? I mean, if you look at it, it look, you know, it, it, it walks on two legs like most birds. You know, it is an avian-style dinosaur in the design of it. You know, um, so, and it's got these tiny little arms, and chickens have mm. tiny little wings, so could be. Yeah. Just a chi- just a T Rex walking around like a chicken. Mm. I also read recently that apparently they grew a chicken embryo to have teeth and a tail and everything. Mm. You know, that's a standard thing, like a dinosaur. So, yeah. you know. Uh, obviously, we talked about sleep before. Mm-hmm. Um, how ridiculous the notion is of a human being lying down for eight hours mm-hmm. in a dark room, open to possibly being, you know, murdered, burgled, whatever else, eaten, <laughs> eaten. Yeah, if you if you so desire. Um, yeah, if you think about it, if you really think about it, it's a ridiculous thing, but uh, it's <laughs> it's part of our lives. I mean, that, again, but why would you design something like yeah. that? Why would you design an animal to be vulnerable? I mean, vulnerable? not the, the only animal that sleeps. Or the, but any animal. Why would you design any animal yeah. to be vulnerable for, like, half its life? <laughs> need to recharge. Yeah. But why? Why design well, something that needs to recharge? <laughs> but, you know, I mean... That's, I mean, the animals have it more difficult than us. I mean, because they're like out in the world, yeah. Like with all of the dangers. I mean, we get to lock ourselves in a in a little room, yeah. basically. There's only so, so much you can do with that as well. It's a silly concept. Also, I was, <laughs> saw something the other day as well. There was a really weird concept for um, human sleeping as well. Is that in order to sleep, you have to first pretend to sleep. <laughs> yep, that is true. Yep, <laughs> never really thought about it before, but I was like, oh, not yeah. all the time. Sometimes you you naturally, but a lot, a lot of the time, yes, but a lot of time you go to bed and you close your eyes <laughs> and you wait until you fall asleep. And you're like, God damn it, come on, yeah, got to sleep, come on. <laughs> well, I just uh, <laughs> that's just a funny concept as well. But yeah, so I'm guessing like yeah, so if you were going to design redesign a human or an animal or or do you think there is something that is designed perfectly the way it is? That's a very tough question. Not talking about evolution cuz it's an like, animal that doesn't sleep. I mean fish don't sleep. Not very clever. No. They have to live under the water. But lots of animals have to live under the water. Mm-hmm. They just didn't bypass that point of evolution, did they? Oh, sorry, no, not evolution. Intelligent design, what we're talking about. They were designed to go on the one. Yes. But yeah, I know lots of people that say things like um, crocodiles and alligators and turtles and sharks haven't changed in hundreds of millions of years. They're perfect the way they are. But you're talking about that from like an evolutionary standpoint. I mean, if you talk about a shark, for instance, from an intelligent design point of view, 
um, they're really dumb. So they, they have to keep swimming or they can't breathe, which is really dumb. So they can never stop swimming. So they don't sleep. I mean, I guess you get that trade off. They don't sleep, but then they, you know, <laughs> they, they don't, they can't breathe if they stand still for a while. Their hunting success rate is actually really poor as well because they have to close their eyes just before they attack their prey. <laughs> because otherwise, like, if they lose an eye or something, they're fucked. Like, it's really vulnerable. But, I mean, they're pretty good at killing, but they miss their prey a lot more than they actually get it. So, from an intelligence standpoint of view, I mean, that isn't a very well-designed creature either. Evolutionary, you could say, well, it's it's hit an evolutionary point where it's like, I don't need to change right now because... Mm-hmm evolutionary i work perfectly the way i need to so what animals do you think are well designed because i haven't got an answer for you <sighs> again it'd have to be if, if you're actually talking about designed you have to go really simple bacteria viruses things like that i mean a lot of viruses aren't a lot of viruses are stupid because they kill their host and that's a really stupid thing to do as a virus because you can't spread after that mm-hmm. if your host dies you die so that's the that's the thing about like viruses. Um when they talk about mutations in viruses as well, it's not always necessarily a bad thing. You know, they're always talking about like, oh, the new variants of COVID and stuff like that. It's not necessarily a bad thing because a virus, so a cold, for instance, the common cold is very infectious. Mm-hmm. It infects easily all the time, every year. Yeah. Like constantly infecting people. But it doesn't kill you. It's very rare that anyone would ever die from a cold. You might die from immune suppression mm-hmm. if you are very, very sick already. But that's it wouldn't be the cold that would kill you. It would just be the fact that you're very ill already is a problem. And then you catch the cold, which puts more stress on your immune system. And then you catch something like pneumonia, which tends to kill you, tends to be the thing that kills you. So... From a, from a that point of view, a cold is perfect because it's very infectious, so it spreads itself very well. It constantly mutates, so you can't cure it, and it doesn't kill you. Mm. So, I mean, that's pretty pointless. But then it also relies on the grossness of other beings, you know? Like, you know, yeah. people sneezing and coughing on each other or... <laughs> You know, like, I mean, it can't move. So if someone sneezes and it lands on the surface, it just has to sit there and hope that someone else comes and touches it and then rubs their face or something, you know, like. So from that point of view, it's pretty dumb. Now, a virus that could walk, Mm. that would be perfect. (laughs) But if you could see it, then. Who said you could see it? I just said it could walk. I didn't say it grew. (laughs) Massive virus. Just (laughs) fuck off, mate. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like a bug in your room <laughs> just keeps trying to come up to your face fuck off <laughs> but yeah no it didn't grow it just became able to move on its own uh-huh. that would be a pretty well designed creature I think mm. okay so what about redesigning a human right how would you redesign a human Uh, well I mean, obviously, you mentioned mouth already. Mm-hmm. I mean, the nose, I don't know if I'd... Obviously, we wouldn't be made out of skin for a start. Okay. 
What are we made out of then? <laughs> We've been made out of, I was going to say like metal or something, hard substance, but then uh, that brings its own problems as well. Rust. Rust, yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, like if you're made out of wood or something stupid like that. My bugs. Yeah. Wood lice. Yeah, so it's very hard to say, oh yeah, skin is um, not the best thing to be made out of, but also what is the alternative? Uh, but then you're thinking too, too, too three-dimensionally or two-dimensionally about right. this. You are a designer. You can design a material. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to go with the ones that are in nature already? The ones in nature have come about because of evolution and they have to make do with... But you created the fucking elements so you could create something completely new. Yeah. Metal that doesn't rust. Wood that doesn't penetrate or easily penetrated or something. Hell, you can even make fucking skin that couldn't be penetrated. It would suck if you need an injection, but mm-hmm. then I guess we'd have to install ports or something on the body. Yeah, yeah. Also, we have to walk everywhere. Like, there's no function to fly or anything like that. That would be nice. Because they constantly have to lose you, use your legs. Mm-hmm. But, like, if there was something else that could take the weight off that, that would be nice. What about wheels? Would you want wheels? Because then it gets tricky if you're, like, going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> breaks yeah yeah. Still breaks yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh oh that's the- a new thing we'd have to yeah see now you'd have to replace your brake pads on yeah. yourself maybe some sort of function where you could carry more stuff around right like only having two hands okay you know you could like something in your brain when you need to carry something else like it instantly projects another arm out so if you're like, you're carrying two heavy bags, you don't want to put them down. You can open the door without having to so this, fiddle this, about or try and get your keys. Yeah, I, your I, I see. I see the benefit of this. Um, but is this is this something so your body literally just creates it out of nothing, or is it like something you can install on yeah, yourself? Yeah, it's just something you don't have naturally. So you, so I'd say we still have two arms. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever it's needed, like you don't even need to like think about it. It just comes out. Okay, doesn't even it just reacts. Just yeah, it just reacts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, yeah. Well, anything else? Um, trying to think. Um, so do we need more than two legs, really? Well, I thought we had wheels. Oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, would you rather have wheels or legs? I mean, wheels would look stupid. Well, you've had it forever. <laughs> it's not something you're just adding now. It's yeah, yeah. Everyone's got Plus, them, and you've had uh, them forever. Everyone, everyone has wheels. That's going to be very difficult, isn't it? To like, try and move around in places. Everything especially, would have to be on one level. Especially busy places. Well, everywhere would have to have lifts. Yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. So it's just not um, feasible, isn't it? Especially if everyone was in a wheelchair, pretty much. Yeah, uh, it probably imagine- would have been difficult throughout a lot of time. Yeah, can you imagine if everyone was in a wheelchair and had to get off at you know, train stations or whatever else? But then would we have trains, right. though? I mean, if you had wheels, <laughs> wouldn't yeah. it just be your own train? I, I, it depends. So you're, you're it thinking depends. about, like, a, wheel, a person in a wheelchair who's powering it themselves yeah. is different to someone who powers it electronically, for instance. Right. So if you had an electric wheelchair, mm-hmm. you can probably go for longer than someone who needs to be pushing the wheels themselves yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. So 
Is it feasible for me to do that though? But I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, if you have wheels, that's more. It's got to be more efficient than legs, right? Yeah, I would say more. Yeah, in traveling, yes. Yeah. But in everyday life, probably not. Trying to get around a supermarket, everyone's got wheels. But you're thinking about but, our world in which you are a human being right. that has now had wheels. Yeah. We have always had wheels for all eternity. <laughs> so would we have supermarkets like we have them we now? We would. They would be bigger, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd be bigger, <laughs> they'd be wider, they'd yeah, be yeah, everything would be faster. Bigger and wider. Everything would be bigger and wider. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Would the concept of a supermarket even exist? I mean, it's starting to go. I mean, it's, it's, I say it's starting to go away now. Obviously, we have online shopping, but mm. we still have in stores, don't we? So, I just yeah. I mean, the whole world would change, right? I mean, mm. if you had it. Okay, okay. So let's, so let's 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 refresh this this person. So so we don't have wheels, no. So I, I would say logistically, it just isn't. So feasible. we still have legs. I guess so. Okay, how many? <laughs> <laughs> again it could be I mean do you really need more than two I don't know if you need to get somewhere fast I mean less than two is awkward I mean if you need to get somewhere fast you're like oh, I wish I had more legs <laughs> <laughs> to get there faster it's like an insect yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's the same as hands you just Spiders want to run more legs quick. when you need them but then hang on a minute you've said we can fly do we even need legs <laughs> I never said anything like that. You just said we could fly. I said it would be nice if we could. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. So now we can fly. We can't fly everywhere, though. You're designing <laughs> this person. Why Why can't we fly everywhere? If we're in a supermarket or a pub, why are not we flying have around? Supermarkets and pubs? <laughs> You're thinking about our world still. Our world would be totally different, man. Everything would be different. We'd have roofless pubs. <laughs> We'd have pubs that. The fucking span like <laughs> skyscrapers and stuff. I'd tell you the police would have a hard job, wouldn't they? How high could we would fly? There'd be a harder job for them. I mean, would we? Okay, so what's our breathing situation? So we still breathe oxygen, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're just breathing out of a different part of our head. Yeah, different part of our head. We're going from the sides and the top. Yeah. 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 Do we breathe in and out of the same hole, or do we have separate holes? Like one for in, one for out, or I don't think we need to do that. Don't no, we? so just basically a nostril, nostrils on your head, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So now, is there is there some sort of like pressure regulation? Like, can we breathe in low oxygen, or do we still need the same amount of oxygen that we have? So now that we're flying, for instance, how high can we go before we go? I can't breathe anymore. <laughs> we, well, and we're a perfect being. We can fly for as long as we want. So we could, yeah, so there you go. So that'd be even harder for the police, yeah, because mm. you could go as high as you wanted. To create a human being that is immortal. Now you're going to have problems with overpopulation, though. Well, we? you have a population. Yeah, Do we still reproduce, though? There you go. Mm. So there's another question. Which is to adopt. But where did the babies come <laughs> from to adopt? I'm joking. It's a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think reproductions is uh, necessary, isn't it, to power the world? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so now you have overpopulation issues if we're immortal as well. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, so maybe not. Okay, so we're not immortal. <laughs> we still die. But there's a specific age where people die. Okay. So you is get that... to a certain age and then boom, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone just turns the switch off. So so do we age or or do you just, like, hit a peak 
age, and then you stay at that age until that the would switch be gets nice, off. wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you could stay at 27. Okay. If you could stay looking like Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, um, anyone else who died at 27. Until someone would... switches the switch off, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you look at those people there, like, looked as, as, well, as I was like, gods, as, as heroes, as icons, because they got to Pacific age, obviously they died. And so, um, obviously, you've got Bob Marley's and two extra cores as well. They stay, they died at a certain age, and that's all you know of them. Mm-hmm. And being young. So, if you want to, obviously, as we grow older, we want to look younger, right? Everyone wants to look younger. Mm-hmm. No one wants to look older, do they? Mm-hmm. So, ideally, you want to hit a certain age at a peak, and you stay like that. Okay. When you when you get when you get um. A cat, a dog, you get it as a puppy, mm-hmm. and it gets to a certain age and stops crying. Okay. Just like a human being. But it, it always looks like that. How I, many, how I, many I legs know, do I know cats cat- and dogs have now? Sorry, what? How many legs do cats and dogs have now? We're not talking about that. We're talking about humans. That was okay, the subject. So, so it's just humans that have changed. But I'm saying, yeah, okay, cats and dogs can look old. Yeah. But a lot of the time they don't. They no. just look the same. They get to a certain height or whatever mm-hmm. and then that's it they stop mm-hmm. yeah no I know what you mean yeah it's yeah, very, yeah, yeah. You, they don't they don't look old no they just they, they, they don't look old, old usually more you know or they get grey hair as well that's, that's something that... yeah and obviously they walk slower yeah they, they that's what I'm saying they act older they don't ever you know really I mean older do they yeah my, like my cats uh, the oldest one got to 18 mm-hmm. before he died doesn't walk. Didn't walk around any slower than at any time. You know, it didn't get slower. Mm. The only things you started noticing was like, like the mind would go a little bit. Like it's common in old people, but you know they'd still like could be very fast. Mm. You know, and they still look. Yeah, still look good. Yeah, no, 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 man. Okay, so let's get let's get uh, existential with this. So let's uh, so now we've. I don't think we've finished designing the human, like physically, but now, now I'm, I'm interested about this. So now we've introduced a set age. So you get to this peak age mm-hmm. and you stay at this age until you die. What age do I die? So the perfect human doesn't feel depression as well, we're talking. Okay. We're assuming. So this was going to be my next question. So how do I think? Do I think about my life? <laughs> what I'm asking is like, I know Everyone I've ever known, like throughout all of history, has got to this age and died. So it's pretty standard that I'm going to get to this age and die as well. Do we have hunger and curiosity to change that about ourselves? No. So we don't. We don't even want it. We're just like, yeah, okay. This is acceptance. Okay. So we're 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 fully accepting that we get to say a hundred, for instance, and then we're going to die. Yeah. Acceptance that you have to go to school, you have to go to work, mm-hmm. you have to breathe, <laughs> you have okay, to brush your so, teeth. So you've designed this human in this world. Why do I have to go to school and work? <laughs> <laughs> why Why can't I just already <laughs> know everything when I'm born and then yeah. and then like live in e- e- ecstasy and bliss but for then my hundred years can't... on this world? <laughs> but... But then, what do you do with people that are like sixteen or under? 
they immediately, as soon as they're born, right, let's go down to building site. Let's uh, do that, or we can become some become a surgeon. But why am I going to a build? Why have I have to work? If you made me perfect, I don't need a surgeon. Why do I need a surgeon if I'm perfect? <laughs> but then if nobody works, then the whole See, now this comes back to our one of our conversations before about like, do you think that human beings could ever learn to not do things for money, but for the betterhood of all human beings? We had this discussion before, you, me, and Dean, I think maybe, or it might have been Tom, but it was a while ago, and we had this. Yeah, I I brought up the question because on Star Trek, they say about human beings in the future don't work for money now. We work for the betterhood of all mankind. For instance, do you think that human beings could ever get to that point? Not the what, as we're currently. Um, no, not no. now, obviously. But if like so, so, so if I like. So I think the discussion went something like, if I opened up a shop and I said that you can take whatever you want, whatever you want, there's no money, everything's free, do whatever you want, and I somehow managed to make other people give me the stuff for free as well, for instance. The, the point that you guys said is that, yeah, but people would go crazy. People yeah. would go in there and they'd steal everything totally and that stuff like that. But the reason people steal lots of stuff like that at the moment now is because... I can flog it and I can get money for it. So I can use that money to go out and buy new things. Money's not a concept and no one needs to pay for anything. Why are you going to steal six TVs and 14 laptops, for instance, if you're like, well, I only need two. I don't need the money for anything else because I don't need to feed my family or anything because we're all fed. Everyone, I can just go to the supermarket and grab whatever I want, whatever, whenever I want. Yeah. Obviously, now it's not going to work because you don't have a world that's like that. But if I built a world like that, but with the human beings that we still are, I haven't recreated human beings, but if, if we somehow build a world where you can have whatever you want, you don't need to give me money for it. You can have whatever you want. Yeah. And we do all of this to help and better our, our, all of us. You know, I, I go, I mean, this is like a communist utopia, I guess, you know, which would never happen because human beings are greedy. We're too... Do you think we could ever get to that point? And I think the consensus was is that you wouldn't. And I probably agree with that. I don't think we ever could because human beings are a greedy species. We always want more, you know. We're never happy. With yeah, unless we're built to be nice people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So now you need to build a perfect person. So yeah. if I built a perfect person, why do I need to work? So I'm assuming so you, you work at the moment because you need to pay for the things to keep you alive yeah but if i'm perfect and i'm gonna live to the age of 100 anyway you've designed me why do i need to eat sleep drink you know why do i True. need to do all of this yeah if you're designing me why why do i need to do all of this i thought you think about that <laughs> yeah very true yeah so if you don't need to eat or drink if you know you're gonna die 100 it's become very very weak <laughs> in a weak state oh, you so wouldn't die though but then <laughs> that that's not perfection, then, no. is it? If I can become weak, how um, comes they can fly higher and I can't? Oh, because I'm weak. Oh, well, I'm not perfect then. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, very loaded question. I don't think there's an answer of how to build a perfect human that doesn't exist. If you're born immortal. And you know everything. Well, up to the age of 100, I'm and, not immortal. Right, whatever. But uh, if you're rich, 
And why would I need money? <laughs> this is the point. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I have money now to 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 do the things that you know to a keep me alive, primarily first and foremost, and then b to give comfort to my life. Yeah. But if I'm not a very curious, outgoing, reaching kind of creature anyway, mm-hmm. I'm already pretty content, right? You know, I got my rock. I got, <laughs> I got my patch of grass. Mm. I'm perfectly content. Life's great. I don't need to do nothing, you know. I don't need to eat. I don't need to drink. I don't need to sleep. I I need to reproduce, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I'm spending all my days with my rock, with my grass, with my fucking. <laughs> How much of a desire, though, would you have? But that's what I'm asking that. you. You designed yeah. me. Yeah. How much desire have you given me? How much? You So you've already not given me the desire to prolong my life. Mm-hmm. I've already come to the point of, well, I get to that age and I die. Okay. Whatever. What is the one thing in life you want to do? And would that be affected by you becoming the perfect human that doesn't need money or whatever else? I guess it depends what your definition of perfect yeah. is as well. Like, but a- what I'm trying to say is, 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 is a perfectly designed creature for me has all of its needs met within itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to eat because I can already self sustain myself. I don't get sick because that's not a thing I've designed. You know, um, this is what I'm saying about the esoteric existentialness of this all. So I, I could redesign physically a human being, which would make more sense in the world that we live in today. But then mentally, how far would you define perfection? Is something perfect when it has no needs or desires or anything like that? Yeah. Or is something perfect that strives for more? I don't know. I guess. It's difficult. I think if you took all that into account, every human would be different. I mean, I... So, the one thing I want to do with life is just travel around the world and just... Uh-huh. That's it. Like, how much is that affected by me becoming the perfect human? Um, If I could fly everywhere, that'd be great. I don't have to pay for everything as well. It'd be great as well. I imagine you're going to have to eat a lot more, though, because, I mean, flying from here to, like, fucking France is going to be hard enough. But if I don't have to eat, that's not a problem. Okay, so now you've got rid of that. Yeah, so if I'm getting rid of all this and this and this and this, I don't have to sleep. That's more time to mm-hmm. do stuff. I don't have to go for a piss or anything like that. Mm-hmm. All I can do is travel around and do what I want, when I want. So being a perfect human isn't doesn't affect what I want to do. It does. Now, As you said, if you were a perfect human, you'd be able to fly. Yeah, but that's perfection to you. What about an agrophobic? <laughs> I mean, that would that would be hell, wouldn't it? But oh, if you're I, perfect, everyone <laughs> everyone would stay inside all the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> and I just don't. There is there is no way of perfection. This is what I'm saying. I think that if uh, you're talking about perfection from an individual unless standpoint, you are the only person on the planet. There you go. Yeah. If you're talking about it from an individual standpoint, every single human being would be completely different from the rest. Yeah. If you're talking about like an intelligent design, like I have designed this person, then it's obviously going to be tainted by my view of things. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, all it really comes down to is can I not eat with the same hole that I breathe with? 
can I not fuck with the same hole I pee with? And could you please put my testicles in an iron sack or something? Iron sack? <laughs> Just something to give it more protection. Yeah. I mean, how many times do you get hit in the balls in your a life, lot, though? Do you a do? Lot. My, my nephews and nieces oh, okay, hit me in the nuts all the time. Two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> I get hit in the nuts a lot. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It'll be nice if they're a little bit more protected. Understandable. Yeah. So that was basically all my thing was, you know. <laughs> that's three things, and then I'll be that'll be, you know, not perfect, but better designed. <laughs> Just buy a cup when your nephews come around. Yeah. Just for those few hours when they're here. Yeah, but it'll be better if I had like an inbuilt one. Or like I could just like, you know, press a tap my head twice or something <laughs> and then and then it goes and a shield comes around it yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> or I just like I don't know, push my belly button and they come back up inside for a few hours or something, you know? Like Yeah, some sort of function where it just comes inside your nothing so much. It goes in <laughs> it goes inside your body. Yeah. You know, like you know And oh, you become a Kendall for yeah, like a few hours. Just for a few hours. Yeah. Like all I like I pull my finger or something and it just <laughs> they they just retract for a while, you know? Like and I just become smooth down there for a little while. That'll be good. And then yeah. Just, you know, two separate holes for breathing and eating and pissing and fucking, you know, just that'd be nice, you know. But then we started getting into all this esoteric shit. Mm. <laughs> okay, so to recap, your perfect human can fly, lives nice. to the age of 100, doesn't question its own existence. <laughs> no. Um, Has multiple arms when necessary. Breathe through the top of its head. Yep. And you, do you want my functions as well? Hide your balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I like yeah. this human. I mean, if it could take depression, I'd complete that. would be great. Yeah. That's what I said. It's contempt I mean, of its own yeah. existence. Yeah. But then if you not if you don't get depressed, do you get bored? Well, is that two different things or is it the same? I don't know. Maybe. You don't, get, want, you don't want to be bored either, do you? But then, if I'm perfect, if you could content, carry out any task bored, like. possible without getting bored, that would be great as well. Yeah, you know, you know, I don't want to, you know, like see washing, applying for jobs, whatever, whatever ironing is boring. Um, any any manual task, you know, going to the dentist. Some people will find that scary. Mm. Look at it. I find it boring. Yeah, they do. The doctors. Uncomfortable as well. Going to the grandparents' house. But yeah, sometimes it can be boring. But yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. How far do you draw perfection? Is perfection a state of mind or is it a state of body or. I don't know. Difficult question. Mm. Also, would. Get, get human beings to take more risks in life mm-hmm. if they know that they don't have to worry about money or anything else like that. It, it surely will help them grow as a person. More. Money, yeah, but also a lot of people don't like taking risks because of the danger yeah, as well. So that's what I'm saying. You'd have to take away the ability to be hurt physically and emotionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But your dreams of doing whatever your dream is would be a lot easier if there was no element of fear about it. Yeah. Exactly. Or money. But then if there was no element of fear, would it be as fun? 
Yes, because you'd be built like that. But, yeah, true, yeah. But then again, you're still thinking about perfection in <laughs> our world. If you've, if human beings have always been like this, then our world would be completely different. <laughs> totally different if our world was... If, if we had always been this way, the world we live in now would not be the same. Yeah. I've, I mean, I personally like to live in... As I said, the perfect human, you'd live on the world on your own and other people would be there even when you need them. I could just blink them into existence. Basically, yes. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So you, you wouldn't even go travelling. You don't have to worry about anyone else being on the same plane as you or anything like that. Well, again, you're flying. I fly, yeah. You yeah, whatever. Oh, I don't have to go into every single little detail. But, yeah, if, if you could, like, if people were around when you needed them to be around... If that makes sense. Like, oh, shit, I need perfect. someone to help me carry this. No, I don't. I've got an extra arm. Exactly, yeah. I mean, in the amount of times you go places and there's too many people there and you're like, oh, this would be so much more enjoyable if other people weren't here or you know, a bit more quieter or whatever else. Okay, so is loneliness a thing in your perfect No, human? because you won't have depression. Yeah, but loneliness isn't depression. I, mean, I wouldn't mm. put them two together. Like, the 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 want to be around someone doesn't necessarily come from depression. I mean, yeah, so maybe boredom and depression aren't linked. I don't know because sometimes you're bored and you just want to hang out with someone. Sometimes you're bored but you still want to be alone. Sometimes you're bored but you're happy. Sometimes you're bored and you're sad. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but lo- I wouldn't say loneliness comes from depression i mean it can do obviously loneliness can lead to depression of course but sometimes you're just like oh i just really want to hang out with my friends or something you know you're not depressed you just mm. would like to hang out with your friends yeah yeah like if i'm at work i'm like i'd rather be anywhere else in the world right now but i don't get too don't get depressed about it exactly yeah, yeah just, just i'm just at work this is this is where i am right now it just is what it is yeah yeah, yeah. If i don't not, have to work you know it's not a depressive thing it's just that's just how it is <clears throat> okay anyway yeah got a lot more out of this topic than i thought we were gonna get which is good <laughs> so yeah it's good, good that was that uh, yeah not not a bad start back i think would you agree or i think all of our viewers or listeners would agree with that yeah in a perfect way every single one of them uh okay so tom yeah you want to speak about this week on our first one back i mean to say oh yes i certainly do <coughs> um so yeah i'd kind of wing this uh to be honest literally just before i came out i've written down a few things okay um nice to know you put the effort oh thank you uh, i've been thinking about a, what, a while for what um the first topic back would be and a little bit low on inspiration, but finally got there a little bit. So I'm not sure if you realise this, but we had a very important happening in our world started a couple of years ago called the pandemic. Ooh. Did you hear about, about this? this? <laughs> Did you hear about this? No, yeah, this must COVID, have got slipped under my radar. <laughs> COVID or coronavirus, um, if it's another term. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. The Corona beer virus that started two years ago, was it? Uh, yeah, which is one of the, well, probably the biggest event of our lifetime. Okay, so this was what we were talking it, about a few weeks ago, but yeah. Uh, yeah, probably the biggest event of our lifetime, would you say? I still say it's debatable. 
but this is truly something that's affected more people in the world than any other situation ever. Or not quite. In <sighs> Other than obviously eating something and choking on it. Stupid design. <laughs> <laughs> other than everyday human problems, obviously, that everyone experiences. I mean... <sighs> It's difficult. It's if, if you say things like uh, the, the fall of the Berlin Wall or uh, 9-11, mm-hmm. they didn't affect everybody. Like, who wasn't affected by COVID? Rich people that didn't have to go anywhere? People that live on isolated islands? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, part of me totally gets what you're saying and totally agrees with you and thinks that yeah obviously it was it, it affected probably more people in the world than anything else did but i don't i don't necessarily know whether it's going to have also everybody was talking about it so like any other thing you can think I'm about i'm pretty sure in when the history Berlin where everyone came down everyone was talking in about in the whole that. world i'm pretty sure everyone was talking about 911 as well mate i'm pretty sure yeah yeah, I, I mean, guess, that was at the dawn of the think, internet. Era I don't think those well, affected it, everybody so. though. No. Did nine eleven affect your everyday life? No. But I mean, it made me worried to get on a plane. Uh, it didn't even it didn't it didn't make me worried about this anything is really. Seven seven made me worried to get on the underground when I went there afterwards. Yeah, I mean I, I get what you're saying, but I guess only time will tell how Earth-shaking it was, okay. Yeah, we'll come to that. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to go all the way back to January 2020. This oh. is when the first, I don't know, this is when the first... I actually think it started in Maybe started a little bit earlier, yeah. maybe towards the late end of 2019, when I came back from Singapore, uh-huh. carrying the COVID virus in December 2019. And this is how the whole of England got affected by me. Yeah, probably not. This no. is proven. This is, this is no. scientific. Probably fact. not. <laughs> but Singapore was one of the places where COVID first was a thing. Uh huh. But obviously China originally. Um. So, what were your first impressions when you first heard about this this virus happening in other places in the world? I, I imagine ignorance would be the first thing. Uh, ignorance also the. Uh, it's going to happen to us. It's not going to happen. No, not that. Not because uh, I never, I never believe that. I never mm. think that. But more like, um, just so probably similar to like when Ebola broke out in like SARS. Sierra Leone and stuff like that. And it happened in a lot of countries, but it didn't really take off across the whole world. There yeah, was yeah. panic and there was a bit of worry and stuff like that. But then it was fairly isolated it didn't it didn't explode into this right. whole but your first when you first heard about covid you weren't dismissive i wasn't dismissive but i also wasn't fearful or worried and i, I didn't think it would have the effect that it, i thought it was just like a yeah like uh i mean if you look at a current example the monkeypox thing so yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's just starting now you know, it's it's a it was a similar thing to that, like a oh that's a bit weird. Oh well, I wonder what I'm having for dinner tonight, kind of thing. You know, it didn't really register with me that it could potentially become a big threat. You know, 
So, like I said, like like Ebola, when Ebola first came out, what when was that? What was that? 2016, 17, something like I, that? I can't remember. When the, the West African countries got hit pretty hard by it. And then there was a couple of cases in America and here as well. And then I think there was a case in France or something like that as well. But it were, it it although it went to different countries and although it's a really dangerous disease it didn't really explode it was still fairly isolated it lasted for a few months and then it died off and 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 just kind of went back to its normal um uh sphere of influence for lack of a better yeah, phrase yeah I mean, it's the eiffel 65 of um <laughs> diseases whereas covid obviously became a bigger sensation the likes of which we'd never seen Mumbo number five. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more Elvis, Michael Jackson. But you know, if you want to say Mumbo number five, fine. Um, yeah. Uh, firstly, I would say I was very dismissive of it first time I heard of it because of like you said, like uh, Ebola and SARS and stuff that were pe- things that we knew about, but obviously a lot of people in this country at least wouldn't have experienced uh, that. So yeah, first impressions, I was quite dismissive of it. Um, you thought, oh, what happened here? Of course, you know. Um, and then when it got to March of 2020, which is when pr- everything pretty much started falling apart. Yeah. Uh, what were your impressions then? Uh, annoyance, anger, frustration. Yeah, with Bear your, mind, with your particular the, situation. Yeah, yes. I was. So I was in the US when that happened. Uh, obviously trying to get a job out there. And I was making, I remember it vividly, like I was making pretty good strides. The Wednesday night, I was talking to the guy who I was trying to organize a job with and we were getting things in place and we were literally putting in plans, okay, like, so when uh, your time runs up in April, um, you're going to go to Canada for a couple of days, then you come back here on another 90-day visa, you'll start um, coaching with me for a mm-hmm. bit and we'll start getting the application process for your visa into place so everything was going great and i was like finally finally this is where you know i went to bed on the wednesday night woke up on the thursday morning and the world had imploded literally all the on the news all of the nba uh matches had been cancelled the nhl had been cancelled they were talking about the premier league um, was being postponed. Yep. Um, the uh, any international tournaments and stuff were all postponed. You know, they were the tennis. Uh, they were postponed. And like literally overnight, I woke up and turned on the news, and everything had been postponed. You know, like until further notice. And I rung the guy that I was talking to, and he said, "I'm not sure what's going on yet. Call me again in a couple of days." I was like, "Okay." Called him again. And he said, uh, I'm not sure what's going on still. Leave it until the end of the week and then call me back. So I called him back on the following Friday. And that's when he said, yeah, we're shutting down um, for the foreseeable future. I don't know when we're going to open back up. Uh, so I can't do anything for you, mate. And that's when I knew I would have to return home. And mm. I, I managed to see out the rest of my trip because my flights weren't cancelled at that point they weren't postponed they didn't they didn't tell me i needed to go home early or anything like that um but obviously where i was went into a lockdown 
before we went into a lockdown in the UK where I was went into a lockdown first it only lasted two weeks and then they opened back up again but it was it was everything was shut so for two weeks I didn't do anything I just sat around uh could go to the shops couldn't go out you know I'm in a different country you don't want to be sitting around watching tv all the time you want to go out and experience things so yeah, yeah a lot of anger annoyance frustration obviously the situation this is what i've been trying to work towards for the past 10 years i thought i was finally making some headway and then this happened and just scuppered all of those plans and then since then they've not really had any interest in getting me back out there at all or anything so yeah but worries in terms of health no i was not worried in the slightest i was just angry and annoyed by everything uh very much of the opinion that this didn't seem any worse than the flu. You know, lots of people die from the flu too, but no one talks about that. It's just this was a new thing that people didn't know what to do with. Mm. But yeah, Pretty very much. very dismissive yeah. of it um, initially. Hmm. Um. So yeah, when obviously everything started going down in March, yeah, it was a bit worrying, you know. Everything was shutting down, you know. There was... So that you know the airport was going to shut down we'd have to find you know all, all flights are going to be shut down so I'm going to have to find a new job oh, I can get a airport by the way um, so yeah it was, there's was worries about that for a while for, 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 probably for about a week or so in terms of allowed to find a new a job because I'm going to be out of uh, work not be able to work at the airport until the government came in with the furlough scheme and that obviously put a little bit of worries to the side. Um, when they were like, "Oh, you get eighty percent of your wages for the month for the furlough scheme," which thankfully our company applied for. So initially, those worries were were there. Um, they went away for a little bit for furlough for for that uh, point in time. In terms of uh health situation uh not particularly straight away i don't think I'd, a lot of the restrictions didn't come in until a few months into the covid pandemic in terms of like wearing masks or whatever else like that i think everyone i don't think a lot of people took it that seriously at the start i remember um coming home um from the u.s um going through the airport just being surprised about how dead it was yeah yeah uh, i mean i didn't have to wear a mask or anything at that point there was no rules or anything about wearing a mask but yeah i remember how just it was just literally i was the only person checking in at that time and i remember thinking this is amazing like a dystopian future yeah but like i could still fly <laughs> i mean so the last day i worked at at the airport was april the 1st 2020 april fool's day and we, the, the store was open for another, so I work in a delivery department. We didn't get any deliveries. So on it, first they told me to go home and they keep the store open for another week just for the flights that are coming in and out at that point until everything was shut down. So, uh, yeah, it closed a week later and I came in one time just to get some shopping because everything was being discounted at a smaller rate because obviously we need to get rid of all the stock that we've got. Because the whole place is shutting down, mm-hmm. so everything got reduced to you know lower prices. 
And yeah, it was just, it was like 28 days later, that film, you know, you're walking through the airport and you're the only person there and like, what the fuck? This place is usually rammed with people. Mm. You know, it was incredibly strange. I walked in, our store didn't open until 10, I think, and I got there about half eight. So I didn't know, I didn't, I forgot, I forgot there's a store. Stores usually open 24-7, but it only opened like a certain amount of hours a day. So I sat there for an hour and a half watching, you know, a, a dead airport. It's quite nice, actually. Just sitting saying, there, yeah. relaxing. It was, it was the best flying experience of my life. Mm. Like, because, yeah, I, I just went straight through the checkout, which was uh, the check-in, which was great. I, I breezed straight through security. Like, I was the only person going through security. And when I got to the gate, there was like maybe four or five other people at the gate. Got on the plane, the first plane, uh, back to Chicago. Um, and I'm, I'm quite a tall guy, as you know. So, I had noticed. Uh, that's next door neighbors, by the way. They, they, they bang a lot when they're making, um, mashed potatoes. It's, um, yeah, so I'm quite a tall guy. So plane journeys are not usually very fun for me, but because it was empty, I could sit wherever the fuck I want. So How I many took, people were on the plane? Uh, on the first one, five, four or five, something like that. Uh, five, five coming back. Uh, from from Cleveland to Chicago. Ah, right, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I could sit wherever I want on the plane, which was nice. Um, and then I we landed in Chicago, and the same thing. It was it was dead. There was, like, nobody there. But all the shop, not all of the shops, but some of the shops were still open, so I just breezed around the shops for a little bit. There was no one there, so it was good. Um, bought a couple of souvenirs from Chicago because I didn't buy uh, a lot of souvenirs from Chicago when I went there the first time. Um, so because we kind of, uh, I didn't, I didn't learn the best places to shop by then. So I was still looking in like the, the places on the, in, on the high street, which are really expensive and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I learned, uh, afterwards where to look, but I was, yeah, I saw some really nice stuff in the airport and it was pretty cool. So I bought that, um, met a lovely, uh, air hostess that I befriended and we started talking and chatting and, um yeah she uh i i um must be wearing time for her as well same situation yeah well we were talking on the plane um on the way home and she was saying she obviously didn't know what was going on she didn't know what was going to happen and stuff like that she says for the time being she's still flying she's still got a job they haven't uh they haven't furloughed everyone yet then the last thing i heard um she uh actually got promoted from all of it so it actually worked out quite well for her um but then i don't know we we were talking on instagram for a while friends still you know friendly hanging out and everything like that but then i started getting the impression that she didn't want to really she wasn't really that bothered about talking to me anymore so yeah it just kind of fell away fell apart from the you know but it was, it was okay um i mean I, 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 I don't know it was it uh it was it's always nice to make new friends isn't mm. it but it was it was cool because it's a long flight obviously back from chicago to to heathrow yeah. uh, but i had someone to talk to so it was good you know she didn't really need to do a lot for work because there was maybe maybe 10 people on the plane and it's a big plane you know wow, that would be lovely yeah <laughs> so i i obviously yeah. again i got to sit wherever i wanted to sit i i obviously chose the ones with the most leg room um mm-hmm. but yeah so uh she was i remember she was taking photos in the airport and i uh i uh, i didn't photo bomb her but i was like like 
pretending I was like a studio director. You're like, yeah, that's it. Give me some more. Come on, Lala. Made, made her and all the other people laugh, you know, um, which I wouldn't do in a busy airport, obviously, because it would be like, well, I don't know. It's different in a busy environment, mm. isn't it? It's not very intimate and people think he's a bit of a twat. But fortunately, you know, everyone thought I was funny. And then, yeah, like I said, got to the gate and there's like no more than 10 people or something like that. And then, yeah, got on the plane, got to sit wherever I wanted, had two meals because obviously they had food for enough people, oh, but right, there was yeah, not all these people yeah. there. So yeah. I got to have two meals, which was nice. Had someone to talk to on the way home, which was good. Despite the strange situation, it was quite a nice best flying experience of my life. Yeah, I, imagine, I, I, yeah. Obviously, I, w- I was genuinely like uh, the only time I'm ever going to travel now is during a pandemic. Yeah. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, you, you read about these people that get on the plane and they're the only people on it. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be a nice situation. If only I don't think that's ever going to happen. So, what were your immediate worries upon return? Life, really. <laughs> Like what? What am I going to do now? You know, mm. like I, same I, for a lot of people. Yes. Yeah, you know, like I, I mean, I, I still haven't really found the answer to that yet either. Like here we are, nearly what over two years later, and I'm still mm. in the same situation. I don't really know what I'm going to do yet. You know, I haven't found a way to get back out to North America. I don't really know how much more effort I want to spend on that. To be honest with you, um, yeah, I, I, I guess it's just where do I go? What do I do from here? And I still haven't found the answer to that yet, so that's mm. quite scary. But what would you say, in terms of everyday life, was the hardest situation in terms of dealing with, you know, just anything like going to the shops or whatever, I'm like anything like that? Honestly, gonna say I genuinely did not find it that difficult. No, no, I mean. I don't. Uh, there's there's very few places I, I I needed to go that it actually affected my daily life anyway. Um, wearing a mask is a bit of a pain in the ass, but it's really not that big a deal at the end of no, the day. No. It's, it's not a huge. I mean, working wearing one. Was yeah, a bit of a that's what I'm saying. I think if I had to honest. work and wear a mask that probably would have become a bit of a pain in the ass. But to me, because that wasn't something that I needed to do, it really didn't bother me that much. No. It wasn't a massive effect. Um, you weren't allowed to go out to the pubs and the clubs and the restaurants and things like that. I don't do that that often at the moment anyway because money issues, obviously. Um, so it wasn't that really that big a deal. I'd say the biggest problem would have been the whole traveling thing, not being able to go abroad and see people and stuff like that. But I didn't really have the money to do that anyway, so that didn't really become a problem. One of my friends coming over here to visit me um, became a bit of a issue and, and troublesome because mm-hmm. uh, she obviously had to like do all the testing and everything like that when she got here and she had to arrange. So we had to try and find somewhere to do that. That didn't cost nearly 400 pounds to do and stuff like that. It was very expensive. And plus she had a kid as well. So that obviously caused so a lot of stuff open at that point. Uh, by the time she got here. Yeah. So that was, that was, uh, that was last year. Mm. Uh, so that was October last year. So by then everything had reopened. Basically there was still restrictions and things in place. I mean, but- I'm not saying that, people with kids or whatever had it easy in the pandemic um but for someone like myself who's on my own and uh not being able to go to pubs or cinema or whatever like that or go traveling was yeah not particularly nice um 
Though, obviously, I had tickets to go and see the Euro 2020 mm-hmm. tournament, which would have been the first international tournament to go to. Uh, one ticket for Rome, for Italy's opening game against Turkey, and one for for Dublin. Uh, but that obviously fell through. Um, would have been my first time going to Italy as well, which would have been nice. I still haven't been to Italy two, day, uh, two years later. So that would be nice. Just to experience going to Italy for the first time and experience the the situation of being at a major tournament with those fans, it would have been an you know, incredible atmosphere. An experience that would have been nice, but you know, it didn't happen. So for me, yeah, um, in terms of, you know, if you work, you're constantly working and five days a week or whatever, you want that escape. You need that escape to get away like do anything. And that not being an option was, you know, yeah, scary at times. You know, you're basically just working for money and what were you going to spend your money on? You got nothing to spend your money on. Or online, I guess, but yeah. So moving away from this a little bit, Mm -hmm. how did you feel the government's reaction was to COVID? And if we could have taken, or, or basically anywhere else in the world, if their reaction was better or worse or whatever. So so basically the immediate first question is uh, us in particular, the UK. I mean, I wasn't here for the start of it, so it's kind of hard to judge what the immediate out uh, mm. outreach or whatever was. Um, I So I, it's hard for me to comment on that because I wasn't here, obviously. Talking to my parents and a couple of my sisters, they actually genuinely thought that the government handled it pretty well to begin with. Mm. Um, they, th- I mean, my my parents were very much of the ilk that the lockdown should have continued and we should still be in lockdown now. Um, Completely disagree with that. Yeah, so do I. But uh, they, 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 my my mum is very much of the opinion that lockdown should continue until there are no cases left at all whatsoever basically um but yeah she 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 thought that the handling was really well like i said i i didn't know because i wasn't here um from what i could see once i got back i think that it was handled pretty well uh i think that the if everyone's locking down then it's a good idea for you to lock down too I understood that we couldn't stay in lockdown forever because, you know, the uh, the economy, people's sanity wouldn't deal with it. You know, it, it just so you had to come out eventually. Obviously, the things that have come out to light in recent months have obviously yeah, yeah tarnished yeah, what's what's what happened but in terms of the way they handled it in terms of it seemed restrictions or whatever else okay i mean a lot of people think that it didn't go far enough a lot of people think it went too far i, I the problem is is you're never going to please everyone that's the issue it, it obviously it's very difficult for to know how to deal with a disease that we've never dealt with before um whatever the government does they're going to get criticized for it yeah that's the thing. You're not going to please everyone. That's the thing. You're either going to do something that pleases lots of people and then doesn't please others, or vice versa. And you know, if we've moved a bit quicker, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but then I'm but then, waiting for to see what 
what Europe's going to do first mm-hmm. and foremost, because there's no point. I mean, yeah. you say that we're an island you say, and do what New Zealand did and just say, that's it, we are shut down completely. But the thing is, everyone says that, but then New Zealand's economy is tiny and their population is tiny yeah, compared yeah, to ours. You know, it's a totally different situation. You're also then dependent on what the US and China's going to do as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like if they're, so if you shut down, but they they remain open. Yeah. Your economy is going to tank compared to theirs, you know. So yeah, I mean the lockdowns were a, a struggle for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say not yourself particularly. No, no, it wasn't. No. I, I didn't really struggle. But, I, I'll admit that I'm not. I mean, it it obviously badly affected me. Um, long term prospects and things like that, mm-hmm. but. For my day-to-day living, it really, it really didn't affect me that much, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, I, I will be the first to admit that. Yeah, I found them. I'm also not going to say that I didn't suffer mm-hmm. because yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to agree with that. So, yeah, I think a lot of people in this country got sick of the lockdowns, but I think in in long-term aspect, I think it was probably for the best. Thank you to the government for uh, ending one of the lockdowns on December the 2nd, 2020, which was my birthday. So I got to go out for that. That was nice. Thank you very much. Uh, then they brought another lockdown in a week or two later and then mm. we had a lockdown for Christmas, weren't we? But they said, so you can go around people for Christmas because it's Christmas. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I think it's that bollocks. I think that was all a little bit <laughs> iffy. Yeah, very uh, iffy. At that yeah, point, yeah. it all got a bit squiffy and a bit, what are you doing exactly, you know? like Yeah, it was like, oh, it's Christmas, but and? yeah. The other thing is that we're a we're a very multicultural society these days. True. We'd already gone through Ramadan in lockdown. I'm pretty sure we went through Diwali in lockdown. But they were saying, oh, it's Christmas, don't worry about it. That seems a little bit... This is what I'm saying. I don't necessarily think that... No, let me rephrase that. They may have broken rules and things like that potentially but even if they didn't the they didn't read the temperature of the country very well around the christmas period Mm -hmm. and and i think that that's probably what they're most guilty of you know you can't say to a country that has so a multicultural diversity that we have your holidays don't matter but our one, we have to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. that was a bit, yeah, dodgy to um, me. <laughs> and it, and it, sh- I, I agree with you. It's Christmas, so what? Yeah. So it, I mean, obviously for me, for you and I, it was fine because we were both at home with our parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously for people that travel to see other people, no, especially if you were old and you're living on your own, I get it. It's hard, but I think a lot of people probably should have made more of a sacrifice. But I get spending. Christmas on your own is hard, but then if you're spending most days on your own, it's hard anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we rolled out the whole boosters and all this and that Vaccine situation. Stuff, yeah, yeah, we did pretty good with that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think certainly the last few months, um, talk of COVID has gone down and down and down and down. Like I feel like we're pretty much back to normal now. I don't know if you'd agree with that. I mean, there are I mean, elements. Yeah, there are obviously elements. I work in a massive, busy airport, and I don't see a lot of people wearing masks now. It's a good thing, I think. But having said that, 
I also see more people wearing masks than I ever have before in my entire life. I think that that's taken a bit of a change now. What, at this point now? Or... Yeah, even now, people genuinely, when you travel around, people wearing masks. I still wear masks to go into shops and things like that. That's something I've seen a lot of other people doing, which would never have happened before all of this. But now, yeah, seeing I... people wearing a mask is not a weird thing anymore. No, no, no absolutely not. No. Um... Whereas if before you were dry, you were going somewhere and you saw someone wearing a mask on a bus, you'd be but like... I, I feel like doing? we are getting to the point now where... If you can wear a mask, if you want to wear a mask, and you're going out and about, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's looked at as a pretty bad thing. And if you don't want to, I don't think that's looked as a bad thing now mm-hmm. either. So I think it's there's a lot less conflict in terms of that, and mm-hmm. that leads into my next question, well, okay. next discussion point: public reaction to COVID oh, in don't general. Get me started about people. People annoy me <laughs> so much. I mean, I, I get that you... It really brought the worst out in people, would yeah, you agree? and sometimes the best, which is good. Yes, absolutely. But frequently the whininess of people as well. I never realised how much people bitch about things before the, uh, you know, before this. I mean, I... I was always getting to... I was getting very cynical, obviously, and I was getting to the point where people annoyed me more often than not anyway. But... To, to the sheer fact that, you know, you're watching situations like where a country has banned travel and there are people on the news having a go at the people at the airport, having a go at our government and stuff like that. It's like, well, it's nothing to do with us. Sweden said you couldn't go to Sweden. It's got nothing to do with us. Why yeah, are you yeah, yeah. Like, What am I supposed to do now? I had tickets booked to go to bloody Cancun and now I can't fucking go because Mexico, because you said I can't go to Mexico. No, Mexico said you can't go to Mexico. We didn't say you yeah, couldn't yeah, go. Yeah. Also, you should know that this is a possibility if you're booking holidays during a pandemic, that there is a possibility that things could change. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. And swallow it, you idiot. This goes back to the football argument we had okay. with people on social media. Yeah. You know, of Arsenal advertising a new kit or something like that. Yeah. And you'll get people in the comments going, sign some players. Yeah. yeah I don't think the media company who put that post up yeah. is going to sign any players or they're going to pass it on to, yeah. or we'll, to we'll, whoever's in charge of yeah, Arsenal. We'll they they said that this guy said you need to sign some players. Oh, right. Okay. We'll take that into account. People are very unintelligent, it seems. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the pandemic brought out um, the worst in a lot of people, some really bad opinions or whatever else, which continues to um, right now. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a bit of an overflow. I think that, yeah, people felt... People seem to value their rights more than other people's, I found as well. I wouldn't necessarily say rights. I'd say opinions. Yeah, opinions. Yeah, good point. Because um, I think that everyone deserves the right to be treated equally. Mm. You know that that that's something. I but but your opinion is not more important than someone else's. You know, and if something hasn't gone right for you. Being annoyed by it is fine. Mm. Demanding that things get changed to suit your needs is not okay. That's not, yeah. you know, that's like, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's the stupidity of people as well that really fucking annoys me. And the media doesn't help with that as well. I think the media is 
they disgust me now, to be honest with you. And yeah, uh, I think that obviously you saw a lot of good in people during the pandemic. You know, the 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 volunteering, the people going around and checking on people to make sure that they're okay. Do you need anything? You know, the vulnerable shielding people and stuff. Uh, the obviously the the appreciation that we have for people who do what we would deem lesser jobs now. Yeah. You know, I find that kind of condescending. But yeah, uh, okay, fair enough. I, I get, I get your point. I I think that we now value people in society a little bit differently because of that. Now, like you know, you always would have thought like, uh, oh, you're you're just a delivery driver for for Tesco or something. But mm. now it's like shit, actually. We would have been fucked if it weren't for online shopping. You know, we yeah. would have been screwed. Um, but yeah, I would agree that you obviously saw a lot of the bad in people. To me, it's more the stupidity in people more than anything that's really got to me. Like the whole, uh, you know, oh well, I'm not going to go by the by the 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 rules and regulations because you're stealing my youth from me you're you know i'm never going to get this time back and you know i should be out living my life and having good times and you're just taking it all away from me right yeah get over it shut the fuck up and get over it man everyone's in that situation stop being such a child you know or you know the whole like we're seeing now like the backlash of pent up frustrations of people that have been locked away for you know mm -hmm. but like football fans in particular but that was like over a year ago man get over it you've been out you've yeah. been allowed out since then it's, yeah it's brought the well it's brought the worst opinions out on people it's brought the worst actions out on people as well you know going through twitter or facebook or youtube or wherever else reading some of the comments you're like oh god some pretty terrible people living in in the world you know with terrible opinions you know i don't know such as? I don't want to go into them specifically. Well, I don't know. I gave you examples. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people have a terrible opinion and they'll be like, oh, well, it's my right to that, to free speech or whatever else and say this and say that. Which I kind of agree with. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, I agree with free speech. Yeah. That's That's something that I don't agree with. It's also not something that we have in this mm -hmm. country. We don't have free speech, which I think is good because I think... The fact that in some countries, America, um, that I can print off pamphlets and stand on a corner yeah. and say, that black Muslim family down the street, they shouldn't be allowed to live here. And I don't think that's right. Mm. And I want you to agree with me and say that we should go outside their house and protest and kick them out. Yeah. That's disgusting. I think the fact that we you can't do that in this country is a great thing. But there is a big difference between racism, bigotry, uh, misogyny, sexism, uh, misogyny, sexism, yeah, yeah, yeah. and op and opinions. There is a big difference between those things. So, for instance, if I ask someone, um, "That's a really interesting name. Where where's your heritage from?" That's genuine curiosity from me. Yep. I want to learn more about you. I want to learn more about your culture. Yep. I think your name is amazing. I would like to know. Now, you could f take offense to that. 
perfectly legit. If you want to take offense to that, I am very sorry. I did not mean to cause you any offense whatsoever, and I apologize profusely. Yeah. But don't dare call me racist, because that is not a racist action. That is me asking genuine curiosity. I want to know more about what you you and where you come from. Not you necessarily, because you you could have been born here. But your parents or your grandparents, yeah. you're like, like, I want to know more about your journey because I like learning about people. I like learning about culture. I like, I like experiencing different cultures in the world and stuff like that. There's a big difference between me asking that question and saying to something like, yeah, well, I mean, you're black. You shouldn't really get the same rights I get. There's a big difference between yeah, those totally, two things. Totally, yeah. That second one, the latter, is disgusting. I completely agree mm-hmm. with you that that is racism. But there's a big difference between racism, misogyny, sexism, um, uh, homophobia, transphobia, everything like that, and an opinion. Those are two very different things. Yeah, so, I mean, it's hard to gauge in, in terms of people's education and, and whatever else, what they mm-hmm. do or do not know. You know, we're going down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so how do you think COVID will be looked at in the future? I think that obviously, yeah, like I said before, I think it's going to take time to see the repercussions and reverberations throughout all of history. Is it going to be a situation where for a certain period of time, employers are going to have to take into consideration, oh, you were in education during COVID. Okay, fair enough. You know? Possibly, yeah. I mean, if you say you missed out on nearly two years of education at a pivotal point in your education history, and now you're relying on your parents to teach you who might not necessarily have any knowledge or something. Yeah. Or online teaching, I guess. If yeah. That, that is obviously going to have a bit of an effect on your, not your intellect, you know what I mean, but your educational background, you know? So now they're going to have to look at it and go, okay, well, so you didn't score as high in science for england for 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 instance that we would be looking at but i also see that you went to school your education was during the covid period so maybe we need to lower our expectations i don't know maybe something like that i'm not sure i think that you've already seen it has a different effect on how we view employee uh employees um and obviously, like I said before, you see, I've, I've, I never saw people wearing masks ever in my t- entire life now. But I think forever now, you're going to see some people wearing masks in I mean, public. This is a natural thing in some countries, right? Yeah, a lot of uh, uh, far east uh, countries, like Japan, yeah. is a big thing, isn't it? In China, I, yeah, I don't think there should have been an embarrassment about that in the first place. But you know what people look like. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how it would be looked at in history, where people will just look back and laugh at it look back and say well what good job as the world did as a whole in taking care of it i don't, I don't think know. people will say that people wouldn't be able to no, agree on that anyway but yeah. either or yeah i don't know but yeah i certainly think it'll be looked at as an important um event in our history i mean that i do not disagree with the biggest event in our history that that's I, I'm, I'm in our lifetimes in our lifetimes yeah that's why i'm saying i'm a little bit I'm not sure. Because, I mean... <laughs> I mean, in a few years' time, it might not be looked at as that. You know? Well, the only the only reason it makes me say something like that is you, you talk about, okay, with the fall of the Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. You are literally seeing in the world right now the fallout from that event. Yeah. 
So that's still having repercussions 30 years later, mm-hmm. you know? True. So that's, that's all, you know, will COVID have that kind of impact in 30 years' time where something would have changed that still is a remnant of COVID, you know? Yeah. I mean, you say, and also 9-11. Long term, yeah, true. Our whole travel industry changed because of that. Yep. Security changed because of that, you know. Uh, you yeah, see, into- I mean, I bet you, uh, you know, 10 to 1 that until fucking 2001, 2003, no one even knew there was a country called Afghanistan. Man, a lot of people probably wouldn't have known. Yeah, you know. They, they, you know, so I mean, terrorism was always a thing, but I think for especially lot, in this country, for, for a lot of people, it would have been like an eye opener to terrorism. Yeah. Obviously, we've been doing it before, you know, for years. But you know, this was certainly one of the big, biggest terrorist acts of all time. Probably the biggest in terms of numbers. I would probably think say so. Yeah, I'm sure I read very, that. I'm sure there's no no other terrorist attack has had that mm. kind of um, yeah. body count. I'm I'm imagining. So yeah, I mean, right now I would say it is um, biggest event of all lifetime. But in long term, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. In, in terms of long term effects, I think you need to look back at yeah, it. I in like you, yeah, I think you've made some good, so good points there, definitely. Yeah. And see what kind of long term. I mean, it had a big impact, but was it big and short, or is it going to mm. have long standing um, implications? For, for the way our world works going forward. I, I don't know. I mean, you could say, well, online shopping and the death of the high street was probably a big thing, but that was already declining before COVID. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you can't really... I think COVID accelerated the process, but you can't really say that it was responsible for it. Um, I imagine um, high street shopping would have gone through... A little bit of a renaissance recently, I guess. A bit more people want to go out and maybe you know, a lot of people will be everyone stuck in their ways. Death of the high street, I don't know. So yeah, I mean, one thing that could be quite earth shattering is the 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 rise of misinformation. Mm. You know the 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 fact that people were genuinely yeah. considering injecting themselves with bleach. To get rid of it. That's a very good point as um, well. Um, 5G was the cause of, mm-hmm. of COVID. I mean, that was a big thing, obviously. But Quite sure what new source to trust, really. I guess it's the same with this current war as well, isn't it? But then you could argue that all of that started in just off in like back in 2012, 2013, 2014 with the, the Scottish um, referendum. Yeah. And then... Brexit and then Trump, Trump. Uh, you know, so was that really, was it already a thing before COVID and then COVID just spiked it like the whole online shopping There's thing? obviously a lot more media outlets now than there was, yeah. you know, years ago, especially with the rise of Twitter and and Facebook as well, better or worse. Mm. But yeah. I, d- I don't know, mate, I think, uh, I think that time will have to tell whether it was one of the biggest things that happened, the, the biggest thing that happened in our lifetime or not. It, I, I certainly agree with you that it was a huge thing and it affected a very big population. But 
will it have long-term consequences or not? I'm not sure. That's that's the one thing that I would say. The other two major events in our lifetime have. I would say it's the biggest event that's ever happened, ever. Ever? Yeah. Totally. Bigger than... Affected more people than anything that's ever happened, ever in history. But, but <laughs> it didn't affect any dinosaurs. I mean, the death of the dinosaurs probably affected a lot of people at the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back in history for that one, I guess. Raquel Welsh and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I don't really think I have anything else to add on that. No. No. Okay. Well, not bad. A bit rusty, maybe. I don't know. How do you feel that went? Do you feel I don't that feel rusty. No? No. You're not made of metal. So no, I'm not. In a perfect world, you would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was our first episode back in a few years. Hopefully, we still know how to do it. And uh, you found that entertaining? If you did, then yeah, feel free to share uh, with your friends. Uh, I'm not going to tell you where to listen to this again, you know, because I think we established towards the end that if you were listening to it, you know where to listen to it anyway, don't you? So, sure. Yeah. So, um, links? Links. I don't, I, we haven't got any links at the moment. I need to get them all back up and everything again now first. So. I'm assuming we're probably going to do what we did with the last one and try and build up a little bit of a back catalogue before I start putting them out because it takes a long time to edit and things like that. So especially with your ums and your ahs and your fucking idiot. I did swear a couple of times. Did you? In the podcast. I don't. I don't I don't block on swearing now <laughs> well, anyway. The no, swearing's no, fine. No, no. So this because it's it's oh it's an unedited conversation. That's what I say at the beginning as well. Right. Okay. Need to come up with a whole new intro because I can't <laughs> remember it all. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed listening to our sultry voices, um, and that you found this entertaining, and you know that we made you laugh, made you cry, made you think just a little bit. I need to come up with a new sign-off because I don't want to swear at people anymore. I need to stop swearing so much. So so I need to come up with a new sign-off. But, uh, yeah, until next time, thank you for listening. I've been your host, Richard. I've been Tom. Got anything to say to the people you want to sign off? Thank you for listening. Wasn't it? I've been Tom, obviously. I've been Tom, obviously. Is that what you said last time? I can't remember. Maybe. Potentially. Anyway, cool. Thank you for listening. Bye. We gotta go. We gotta go. Get the fuck out. Come on, man. Hurry up. Hurry up. Day and all night and everything he sees is just blue. Like him inside and outside. Blue his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette. And everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around. Cause he ain't got nobody to listen to listen to listen to listen I'm blue I've been need I've been